Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. a beautiful play by the final years it's time for testimonies we have three people in the house who are grateful to god and are not ashamed to tell us their testimony the first testimony is from samuel aj ajiman and his testimony is about divine provision during this corona season and samuel says when schools were closed i decided to go to accra to be with my brother who unfortunately was badly affected by the restrictions making things difficult during the global good friday service with our prophet he encouraged us to give to support the building of churches i had only 90 cds in my bank account however i had a clear conviction to give 40 cds knowing very well that it will affect my finances a lot the next monday i got a call from a friend who is a master student to help him get a banking and finance student to help with an assignment after reading the assignment i realized i could do it and i solved it for him and he blessed me with 70 cds to sort myself out hey how many of us like such blessings okay so let's continue he also recommended me to his friends who also blessed me with a sum of 870 ghana cds after this there has been countless cash flows and even the blessing of buying a new phone how many of us would like a new phone or you like countless cash flows believe that as you give offerings you would partake of this blessing amen and someone says i really thank god for the prophecies of our prophets and the things our pastor es joy Felipe teaches us now more than ever i believe that giving opens the windows of heaven for blessings to be poured upon us hallelujah our second testimony is from paulina dra who's a regional head from the ayedrasa central region and she says my testimony is about how god miraculously provided for me as i gave offerings now tell anybody relax haven't you seen that almost every week all the testimonies are about offerings so to turn to your neighbor and say neighbor why don't you like giving offering <laughs> let's continue so last week i was practically living on 0.00, .00 mercy my whole family with my whole family and there was nothing i had given all my money in as offerings because anytime bishop asked for an offering i don't know why but i always made the move to give during the week i kept thanking god for what he has already done my momo alert was now 0.25p hey. <laughs> but i was still thanking god my mom didn't understand why i was so excited over nothing to the glory of god we ate three times a day every day i can't even explain how i was talking to a friend later in the week and was encouraging her about something we never spoke of money or anything 
But by the time I realized, money had dropped in my account. I received another alert, and this was free airtime. Not one CD or two CDs. A big amount of airtime. How many of us need airtime right now? Like if someone dashes you like 50 CDs, 100 CDs, you can use to stream a lot of services. Shall I tell you how you get it? Give offerings. Hallelujah. And Paulina says, I, I just want to thank God for this grace and continuous provision. I want to encourage everyone to give. It doesn't matter the amount. Give from your heart and be grateful to God. Hallelujah. Our third testimony is from Michelle Oferitechi, who's a communion stars, a communion star, sorry, in the Queen Center. And she says, My testimony is about miracle money. Last Friday, during the flow prayer meeting, Bishop Doug led us to pray over our phones. The next day, my mother blessed me with money. You see, last week, this girl's mother blessed her with money. La last two weeks, this week too, her mother has blessed her with money. I know a certain girl. Say a certain girl. She was saying a certain prayer. And then her brother came to attack her that she's in the house. She's eating. She's, her parents are paying her bills. He doesn't understand why her parents should give her money. But this girl has given. And her mother is in the house with her. her mother, she's also eating. Her mother is also paying bills. But her mother is giving her money. So believe that as you give offerings, things will be different for you. Amen. So she says, I want to encourage everyone to really believe the prophecies and join in the flow prayer meeting. They are really a blessing to me. Hallelujah. by the message last week we learned so much about accusation hey especially about the, the people who accuse themselves like they themselves they're accusing themselves hmm. today i believe that we are going to be blessed by our mother we're going to be fed we're going to be taught we're going to be refreshed we're going to be built up as we hear the word of god i want you to stand to your feet and put your hands together and help me welcome our pastor sister joy Felipe bruce hallelujah <laughs> amen let us pray father thank you so much for our convention that has passed this week we're grateful to you for every blessing every miracle every deliverance everything that you've done in our midst in this week and as we come before your word again this sunday morning i ask lord that your blessing will continue to flow with us let your spirit be here in Jesus' name, 
Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. I hope you really enjoyed the convention with Bishop Intefo. And I know that it is well with us. Um, as you can see from the film, we've been going through those who accuse you. And last week I shared many things with you about the accuser. And I want to encourage you to get your own copy and to study it. Because as you can see, the accuser is trying to work. It's something he always tries to do. You remember when I was sharing with you last week about how you'll be on your way to go and do something. You're going to witness and then he whispers, but were you not the person who was doing this and that just now? And suddenly all your strength leaves you. Revelations 12:10 And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven Now is come salvation and strength And the kingdom of our God And the power of his Christ For the accuser of our brethren Is cast down Which accused them before our God Day and night Revelations 12:10. So that's the central scripture And I'm hoping that as you get your copy of the book Many of you have the Macarius Please come for your things eh? Those of you who are and those of you who are always at home take it out and study it as we go along because the chapters are quite large I just want to give you a taste of the second chapter that talks about the hidden laws of accusation and I know that I will not finish are you there I know I won't finish so I'm just going to open it you know just break the seal and then as you go and read through you get your own revelation and your own something hallelujah Oh, are you with me? In the house, I cannot hear you. <laughs> I didn't mean, I didn't say in the studio, I said in the house. I'm hoping to hear some people online. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, in what we're talking about today is that when they say something is a law, it's telling you how the thing works. The law of gravity will tell you that everything that goes up, it must come down. Doesn't matter how, how high it goes, it must come down. Are you there? Uh -huh. So thus, these are the laws of accusation. And what is the reason? The reason why we're talking about it is so that a certain understanding will come. And you begin to, in fact, it will even help you to see an accusation when it is coming. Remember that accusations come in all forms. In the film that we just watched, you can see how the presence of somebody brought an accusation. You see, sometimes the absence of somebody brings an accusation. Have you ever been to a wedding before? And then a certain aunt said, I won't come. Uh -huh. The person hasn't come there to say anything. Oh. But the person's absence is accusing you that you've done something. You've done something. And it is good and important for us to be able to recognize accusation. And know what they are and how to deal with them. So let's go straight to the laws. I've already told you I will not finish. I've already told you uh -huh. so we'll just do a few of them today and I'm hoping that by the time we're meeting next Sunday you've read and you've caught up so that we can go on to something else we just have a short time with this book and I'm trying to just open it up for you to see so let's look at law number one law number one says your relationships will be polluted by accusations your relationships will be polluted by accusation 
it's a very important thing for you to know because there are people who just throw accusations out there they just say something they feel that they have the right to accuse somebody of something and then when the thing has been proven not to be so they say oh sorry you see your sorry is not going to help you have changed that relationship forever by your accusation and that is why you should be careful and not just be throwing free words out there accusation defiles and so there's a relationship between a husband and a wife and then one accuses the other I remember one time I was watching a documentary and the documentary was talking about a certain kind of mental condition where a person accuses you know and sees things from their reality now this man came up and said my wife is a gold digger my wife <laughs> she has spent all my money all my inheritance I inherited a large amount of money and my wife has spent it all many people will assume that because women we like spending money so we are guilty but the doctor who was dealing with the case decided to write down I mean let's go into it and then in the documentary he was presenting the data the data showed that I don't recall the full figures but let's say the man had 1 million Ghana cities and the data showed that the woman had spent a total of 70,000 and the man had spent all the rest do you understand uh, mathematicians please if you have 1 million and you spend 60,000 not 600,000 60,000 it means the man has spent 940,000 but in his mind he was so convinced even when they were showing him the figures he said no 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 she is the gold digger and the man was trying to explain to him that i don't understand where you are coming from you may say that what she spent the money on was frivolous but look at yours look at yours the man couldn't see that's why the bible says jesus tells us go and remove the beam that is in your eye before you come and remove the moat that is in somebody's eye yeah we are so quick to accuse hey look at those people they were on the stage in trousers <laughs> forgive them but you have forgotten that as you are accusing them that they are on the stage in trousers you yourself are living with somebody who you have not married I, I, I don't know I don't know what uh, on what basis you, you are cohabiting even the law of Ghana does not recognize you the law of fallen people like yourself doesn't recognize you but that one is not worrying you it's a beam you have left the beam do you know what a beam is I'm not tall enough but I would have shown you this is a cement beam up there I don't know if the camera can show you this is a beam you have this thick thing in your eye and your neighbor has a dot and you with this thing in your eye you're telling her but come let me remove the dot that is in your eye let's be serious let's be serious you are there and you are accusing your little sister or your little brother 
you are wasting money as you are paying offering but you four beers per night four beers per night and his offering that he gives only on the days he goes to church which one is the waste which one is the waste please turn to that sister or brother who's there with you and say they are talking to you they are talking to you and you see it's a very important thing because when the accusations begin to fly you can spoil the relationship totally and sometimes you spoil it beyond repair one of the saddest things on earth is to see one church accusing another church don't do it don't do it you see that's why the churches are different so that everybody will find where they belong the one that you like sometimes i think about it i think about the apostles jesus had 12 of them not one and even as you read the bible you can see that they were different people you can see apostle peter talking a lot impulsive you know very feeling man can easily cry why are you looking at me as if you don't read the same bible did your bible not tell you when jesus returned and they were coming on the boat i mean the disciples were on the ship and then they saw jesus on the shore the bible said that peter he couldn't he threw off all his things dive inside the water <laughs> just i've seen my lord well, no, remove these hindrances from me i don't know whether he was only partially naked or but that's typical sanguinic behavior i gotta get there i gotta get there now full of emotion are you there <laughs> when jesus was about to enter into his tribulations was it not peter who said ha now lie i'll die with you i'll go with you to the end i'm with you all the way you see he and honestly he felt so but he was the same person when the thing now came really feely charlie he left it on the other side we get a picture also of john as you read the gospel of john you wonder whether the man was a scribe at the time he writes so much of what jesus said you don't see so much of what john said you see a lot of what jesus said to me john was probably some melancholic person calmly listening not needing to say much yeah i don't know whether he was phleg or he was male but whatever it was you see it's because of the things he wrote about he he wrote about things others didn't seem to hear except a man be born again without john we would not even have known to be born again i am the way the truth and the life no one comes unto the father but by me that is john it is john who taught us about the holy spirit i wonder if he was not there if you understand you see luke says something smaller says that if you ask you see but it is john who described for us who the holy spirit is who gave us his characteristics who even gave that name paraclete that name that means comforter that means teacher that means counselor that means advocate that means standby it was john so obviously you see a deep thinker and as i look at people around i see that the melancholics are the deep thinkers so jesus had a peter who was the happy good lucky noisy type and a john melancholic listening given to a lot of concentration if these two people decide to accuse each other where would we have been in life a 
And so you who wants to join Peter's church to make noise, join it. And you who wants to join John's church where there's a lot of meditation and think you to join it. It doesn't mean that you should stand up and begin to accuse the other one and say, you people, you do this too much. You do that too much. You do that too much. Says who? Says who? Says who? The accusations are too many. And that's why many churches don't even relate with themselves. Yeah. If you are listening to my voice today, and you are a believer in Jesus Christ and he, you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior then you are my brother or my sister regardless of whatever else you are doing and I think it's very important to, to understand it because by accusing ourselves we have only made the church weak yeah, we've only, you don't like my noise Oh, but it, it's not a problem there are so many quiet churches it doesn't make you any less my sibling please lift up your own hand and look at the fingers are any two the same length does it mean they cannot be in the same hand have you seen the hand fighting about it assuming your thumb rose up no in fact the other fingers decided to accuse your thumb what are you doing over there you short thing we don't need you we don't need you please go like this and see what you can do have you noticed all four of my fingers are on one side the thumb alone is on this one so even this one I can't hold your phone someone should hold their phone for me let me see your phone without your thumb <laughs> so that we'll see how you will hold it you see it's even going to fall how will you text Yeah. So even though it is shorter and thicker than the others, very important. If all the fingers rose up and said, We don't know the use of this one, we'll know what you put your wedding thing, your, your wedding ring on when you marry. They say, oh, now bring the rings. Let us pray over the rings. Then you start. everything has its use and its place and if you remove have you not noticed when you want to open a bottle you grasp the top with all your thing all of them all of them so for all the difference same hand for all the difference same body of christ for all the difference <laughs> hallelujah I want to read an excerpt that Bishop Dag quotes from Rick Joyner. Rick Joyner is one of the prophets who has really fantastic um, visions which he has written up in books and they are really interesting. And when you read them, you understand what's going on in the world today. Let us read. A terrible vision of accusers. It's, so he's picking the story right from the middle. Above the prisoners, the sky was black with vultures named depression occasionally these would land on the shoulders of a prisoner and would vomit on him the vomit was condemnation when the vomit hit a prisoner he would stand up and march a little straighter for a while and then slump over even weaker than before 
I wondered why the prisoners did not simply kill these vultures with their swords, which they could easily have done. Now, for you to understand this passage, he was talking about prisoners who were Christians, and so they had their armor with them. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, they had it with them. As I watched, I realized these prisoners thought the vomit of condemnation was truth from God. Then I understood that these prisoners actually thought they were marching in the army of God. This is why they did not kill the little demons of fear or the vultures. They thought these were God's messengers. The darkness from the cloud of vultures made it so hard for these prisoners to see that they had naively accepted everything that happened to them as being from the Lord. They felt that those who stumbled were under God's judgment, which is why they attacked them the way they did. They thought they were helping God. Is it not a true story of today? When one church accuses the other church, it's because they think they're helping God. Yeah. It's because they think they're helping God. Hence the attack. I hope you are beginning to understand. Meanwhile, it is accusation. You see, that condemnation it comes with accusation. Why do they feel condemned? You're accused. And the accusation is like vomit that has been poured all over you. And that is why their relationship cannot be the same. After you have accused a person, many years ago, before the advent of pen drives, there was something called tapes that used to be put into machines and played. And there was a guy in a church who was working in the tapes department. Very diligent guy. Very hardworking guy. One day, an audit was done and some money was not found. And somebody, you see how they'll freeze it. Somebody accused the guy. But the accusation was not correct. If anything at all, his money had even gone into that thing. The guy, it was never the same again. Even after the truth was discovered, the head pastor himself, who was not part of that um, inquiry, had apologized to the young man. But it didn't help. The relationship was spoiled. Don't joke with accusations. In fact, people who accuse you, you must know that they are not your friends. It's a very serious thing. Yeah, they are working for the devil. It's very clear. Who is the father? He says, the accuser of the brethren. Who is that? Thank you very much. Yeah, the accuser of the brethren. And it happens often. A young man was living with his aunt. He had grown up in that house. And he was the son of the house. And he never saw himself as anything different. Until one day, something got lost. And they said, he took it. Even though later on they found out what had happened to it. The boy, the relationship was spoiled. He never again felt that I'm just an, 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 a member of the family like everybody else. The relationship had been polluted. Law number one, accusation. It spoils relationships. Think well before you accuse somebody. Law number two, you will be accused of the exact opposite of what you really are. You will be accused of the exact opposite. This is one of Satan's strategies. Are you there? 
<laughs> it's one of the things that he does and when you look through the bible you can see it who was moses moses was somebody who had been sent by god to rescue the children of israel is that not so let's read some scriptures exodus chapter 14 verse 11 they said unto moses because there were no graves in egypt has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness wherefore has thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of egypt verse 12 is not this the word that we did tell thee in egypt saying let us alone that we may serve the egyptians for it had been better for us to serve the egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness exodus 16 3 the children of israel said unto them would to god we had died by the hand of the lord in the land of egypt when we sat by the flesh pots and when we did eat bread to the full for you have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger exodus 70 you see they did it over and over and over they accused the person who had been brought to rescue them the people thirsted there for water in exodus 17 3 and the people murmured against moses and said wherefore is this that thou hast brought us out of out of egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst it's amazing he was accused of being proud <laughs> but in numbers chapter 12 and verse 3 the bible says now the man moses was very meek above all men which were above the upon the face of the earth god considered him the most humble person but in numbers 16 verse 3 they assembled together against moses and aaron and said to them you have gone far enough for all the congregation are holy every one of them and the lord is in their midst so why do you exalt yourself above the assembly of the lord these were the words of korah Jesus was accused of destroying the house of God. I want to ask you who has done more to build the house of God and the kingdom of God? Who has done more than Jesus? Who has done more? Came down from heaven, left all his uh, deity there, his majesty, then came down just to sort this idea, to sort it all out. But he was the one who was accused. Mark 14 58. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands and within three days i will build another made without hands jesus was accused of wanting political power does it make sense <laughs> how far from the truth can we get he had all power up there the bible says that nothing was made without him and when he came on earth in fact they wanted to make him king many times and he rather ran away but there's the accusation when they wanted to accuse him in luke chapter 23 they said the bible says in verse 2 they began to accuse him saying we found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to caesar saying that he himself is christ a king <laughs> you see the accusations they just come you see the exact opposite of what these people are that is why it's not surprising that when many sons of belial are prophesying prophecies god did not send them to say they often say your mother is a witch the grandma is a witch it's true or it's not true they hardly ever go for other members of the family it's always the mother or the grandmother very occasionally very very occasionally you hear a father 
but it's always meanwhile when you look at a mother usually it's the exact opposite a grandmother the exact opposite usually i remember a lady who said that her mother her mother was so hurt she said her mother should not come near her house she had had children her mother should not come there she didn't want her children her mother to even touch them and i remember when the case came to me and she said to me that yeah my mother is a witch i said really i said when did you find out your mother was a witch a witch then she narrated some story she said around this 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 and i said to her if your mother was a witch how come she didn't eat you when you were helpless and young and in her hands when she could have had a full meal out of you why didn't she have a meal out of you why would she wait now for you to have bones stronger bones to not be struggling with her that you are a witch and hey, pastor you don't know are you saying there are no witches listen to what i said please listen to what i said uh-huh. listen to what i said i'm preaching a sermon about accusers and i'm showing you one of the main false accusations that has been used to spoil family after family after family in this nation of ours jesus taught us you see that it is so difficult sometimes to distinguish between what is the true and what is the false but jesus gave us one key he said a good tree will never give bring forth bad fruit and a bad tree will never bring forth good fruit if that person who you listen to that random passing prophet who didn't even know you you went with your problem there and if his fruit is that family after family after family after family is broken down can you not see the fruit how come it was this one's mother and this one's auntie and this one something and at the end of the day the only fruit he has for his ministry is broken home after broken home use your sense god gave you a mind use it yeah use it your mother is a witch she would have eaten you a long time ago you spend a lot of years being so tender even at the age of 13 you are still totally dependent on her if she doesn't cook you don't have food to eat until ah, you have grown is now she's waiting she's now waiting to chew what I, I think you need to see something you need to see the accuser at work you need to see the accuser at work pastor so are you saying you see allow your mind to work for a moment it hasn't worked much if it had been working you would not have gone where you were going master you see now you're insulting me you see when you call the truth an insult you stop yourself from being helped my mother doesn't like me your mother doesn't like you eh. i remember hearing one of those and I remember asking the person, if I didn't like you, would you be here? Would you be here? It's just a question. <laughs> yeah, it's just a question. You should understand that if your mother didn't like you, a lot of things would have happened if your father didn't like you. The way my father is, he doesn't like us children. And yet every semester he'll wake up and then he'll spend money on your school fees. <laughs> something is wrong with you should he not have put that money aside to enjoy in his old age since he doesn't like you and hey, my father he doesn't talk do you talk to him and i'm just showing you accusations that are coming my father doesn't talk you do you talk usually children talk far more than adults do adults will have a lot of problems 
How many times we are thinking? Have you not seen that the younger they are, the more they talk? Che, 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 che. When you have a five year, you can't keep them to get them to keep quiet. This and this and they talking, 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 talking. Children are always talking more. But you won't talk. Now you say your father will not talk. My friend, look at yourself. I'm dialing somebody's number and I'm hoping that you are hearing it. Yeah. Because I need you to see that the accusations really mark things and really destroy things. You see. And you need to use your mind. The opposite rather. The opposite rather. It's because the person cares for you that they are even doing something about it. Hallelujah. Amen. And the accusations are a lot. Gosh. We have heard a lot of accusations in this church. Oh, yes. I'm trying to remember a few of them. We are worshipping our pastors. We give people beloveds. Yeah, what again? If I was giving people beloveds, please rest. Everybody in my church would have been married by now. Ah. Everybody. There will not be one. There will not be one young person over the age of 22 who is not married. Ah. If that is what we are about. Yeah. We will like we'll have marriages every week. Eee. Five weddings. Oh crap. Mass weddings. <laughs> yeah. But you see the accusations, people just accuse. Yeah. When they see genuine love for somebody, they don't understand it. Because you're so corrupted. You're so corrupted. You should ask yourself, where does this feeling come from? Where does it come from? You should ask yourself. Aj. <laughs> one must one must really I remember when we started our ministry in Tamale and oh we sweated to let that church grow my husband had gone on a journey to one of our the village churches one time and he had seen a tree a log that was lying down an interesting shape of a tree <laughs> and he picked it up and he brought it back into town and we had an artist in the church you see and the reason he brought it was that we were building and he said I want something to decorate my stage with but the way it is eh, every person is going towards cement and the building so let's use this log make something pretty out of it and use it to decorate the stage and so for many years that tree was just the only thing over there it was put on the stage one day we had an accusation that that church that tree no <laughs> that tree no <laughs> it, <laughs> it has something to do with our worship and that we get money and things from it and that the church crowd there's a basement so we need that tree there and then at the basement you know there's a certain snake that vomits money you know I remember when that accusation came we had reached a stage in the building and we owed the, the mason we were supposed to pay him and we were frantically gathering 
money to pay him and i remember when my husband had it, he laughed he said really i didn't know i have a snake over there please someone go and consult it we need money to pay this man <laughs> but it just shows you the mind of people it was simply a piece of art that's all that's all and rather it's turned into something else I'm speaking to somebody today I want to minister to you they are accusing you of a lot of things maybe it should just tell you that you are the opposite you see because sometimes when the accusations come and come and come at a point you begin to wonder hey is there some truth in it even though you can see physically that it's not so the thing is so strong I want to tell you today that is the opposite it's the opposite it's the opposite there are people who can see a pretty girl and say that just because she's pretty she's a prostitute girl take it that it's because you're pretty okay just look at the opposite okay <laughs> just take the opposite don't 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 let it go deep <laughs> amen law number three the most effective accusers are those closest to you the most effective anybody can accuse anybody but the most effective ones come from those who are closest why because people feel they are close so they know they are close so they know you see so for instance a church member who is accusing somebody in their the church about something will have more weight than a non-church member a leader or a pastor in the church will have more weight than a member are you seeing it because they are closer you see and so when a wife speaks people believe because they feel that she's the one who's there when a husband speaks he's the one who is there psalm 41 and verse 9 even my close friend in whom i trusted who ate my bread has lifted up his heel against me the truth is that the closer the person the more credible the person sounds you see and that is why if you are close you should be careful yeah you should be careful because you are a potential employee you are a candidate for employment by the enemy yeah and you should watch your words friends close associates personal assistants husbands wives children all at the risk of becoming accusers law number four the accusations will not stop until you react wrongly so don't just be hoping that it will go away and dream that it will go away see what is really happening and guard yourself in many instances when a partner has accused the other partner of infidelity years down the line the infidelity does happen it's almost as though as you speak you give life and i think you really give life to it because the bible says that the power of life and death is in the tongue so if you keep on accusing hey you are a thief you are a thief yeah you just might make a thief with your mouth i think it's a very sobering thought i want to read a quite a long passage from the book of numbers but it's really sad listen to what happened to Moses because it cost him what he was working for most numbers 20 there was no water for the congregation I'm reading from verse 2 and they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron 
And the people chode with Moses and spake, saying, Would to God that we had died when our, with our brethren died, when our brethren died before the Lord. Why have you brought up the congregation of the Lord into this wilderness, that we and our cattle should die there? And wherefore have you made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us into this evil place? It is no place of seed or of figs or of vines or pomegranates, neither is there any water to drink. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and they fell upon their faces and the glory of the Lord appeared unto them. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, Take the rod and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes. And it shall give forth his water and thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock. So thou shalt give the congregation and their beasts to drink. And the Lord took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and he said unto them, Hear now, you rebels, must we fetch water for you out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his, rock, his rod smote the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly. Verse 12, The Lord spoke unto Moses and said, because he believed me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel therefore you shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them you see when we started reading this did you notice that the accusations went on and on and on and on and so as it was going on and on it was provoking the man it was provoking the man and in the end he did what he should not do and usually if you leave yourself exposed to an accuser like that that is what happens that is why as much as you can distance yourself from an, an accuser that's why you see that in a marriage where one party accuses the other all the time you see that there's a big gap between them because it's the only way the person can keep him or herself from being affected by those accusations and it really cost Moses after all that he had been through he never entered the promised land because of this episode he disobeyed God in his anger and anger caused by the people law number five is my favorite it's probably the last one we will do today but it's my favorite the underlying causes of accusation are the common causes of madness the underlying causes of accusation are the common causes of madness in Luke chapter 6 and verse 7 the Bible says that the scribes and the Pharisees they were watching Jesus whether he would heal on the Sabbath day that they might find an accusation against him and by verse 11 it says and they were filled with madness and communed one with another what they might do to Jesus they were filled with madness now why is it likened to madness and why is Bishop Dag saying that the causes are the same now <laughs> before you start to say that it is too extreme I want to share something here two cardinal symptoms of madness schizophrenia are paranoid delusions and auditory hallucinations <laughs> let me break it down what's a paranoid <laughs> delusion when a person is mad the person is deceived about something 
and has become stuck on that thing that they are deceived about to the extent that you cannot change their mind there is a gentleman who is not all there who stays near my house and he's so sure that he owns a certain car he's so sure about it so every time fortunately he's not violent i mean by the grace of god he just lives there and as the car passes then he says that's my car that's my car <laughs> sometimes he will say bring my keys <laughs> oh yes there's a whole conversation you know uh-huh. one time he my son drove one of that car and passed then he told another guy who stays in the house then he said to david that you have given my car to the small boy to drive he's very sure that the car belongs to him i mean he's very sure about it and he has conversations with people passing about this particular car it is his car it's his car that's a delusion it's not true but the person is sure about it <laughs> many accusers are similarly deluded and they really believe what they're saying it becomes a paranoid delusion a paranoid delusion the second thing are the auditory hallucinations you you are responding to voices that you are hearing and many people who unfortunately are mad are responding to things they are hearing in fact one of the very sad things is to watch the trial of somebody who has killed somebody based on you know and they will say that they really heard the voice say that go and do this 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 is of course by the time they're on trial the voice has gone because it was probably a demon or something it's gone away and the person has done what you know they should not have done but they'll tell you that i heard a voice saying do this you see and usually all those things come from a certain fear and a lot of accusers accuse out of fear yeah they accuse and the fear has become an overriding controlling thing i'm afraid that this or that and then the accusation comes i told you about the lady who went for the paper in the bola and opened it <laughs> what was ruling her was a fear she was so delicious so sure that her husband was not um, um, faithful to her and there was a fear that since they are no longer living in the same town because of his job she was ruled by the fear that this man had somebody else and you see the devil is not a fool many times when you have a fear like that a lot of situations will you know will look like that they'll make it look like that you think that people laugh at you as you are passing some people will laugh meanwhile their conversation is something else but as you pass then you say that they were laughing at me in fact they didn't even see you they didn't even see you but it is added to your hallucinations and the things that you think are being said yeah and when you see it in action it's a really really sad thing in mental illness fears drive the patients down the road of lunacy in spiritual illness fears drive the person down the road of accusation i hope you are seeing the difference in mental 
And with the spiritual one, people are deceived and they cling to their deceptions. And it is these deceptions that grow into delusions. So you see it in the life of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They, they, they could see Jesus doing things. Jesus was not doing anything direct to them. But you see a growing frenzy and a growing determination. And they, they really believed what they were doing. They really believed it. Did you not see that when Paul came on the scene, he really believed he was working for the Lord? As he hauled people away and killed them, he really, really thought that he was working for God. And so you can go really far. And when you become an accuser, he was accusing them that they had left the way of the Jews. You see. And he was killing them until he was delivered of that. And today we see so much of that. So much. So much so that there are whole churches that are based on what must not be rather than what should be. The Christianity and the Bible are a message of hope and a message of love. When did it become something to beat people with? When did it become something to oppress people with? When did it become something to cage people in? When did it become something to create more misery than happiness? It comes from accusation. I pray that as you have listened to what I've shared with you, you'll make up your mind not to be an accuser. And if you are somebody who is being accused, please deliver yourself as quickly as you can from that place where you are being accused. So that the accusations don't, you see, look at the effect it had on Moses. Accusations are spiritual things. That's why you would have thought we can easily say, oh, don't mind them. And then you just continue on your way. But because of the spiritual element that is in it, it has an effect. I want us to make up our minds that we are not going to be accusers. And that the accuser in the midst of the brethren will not be allowed to stay here. That's why when you hear somebody saying something about your, anybody in the church, you should rise up. Many times the person who is speaking doesn't know anything about anything. Yeah, you think you know, but you don't know. I have seen people accusing a pastor and saying that he has spent the church's money to get the car. Meanwhile, the car was a gift. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. A lot of accusations. We have been accused that oh, when people come to our church, I am a pastor of young people. I can tell you what young people spend their time on. Yeah. Oh, it's because they are coming to church too much. Sunday morning that's the only meeting that we have for everybody, everybody. if you are a leader then you have a, a weekday as well yeah that's the only meeting and so you see that the accusation is in the air somebody came and said my child is not doing well because my child is working in the church I just looked at you working in the church doing what precisely the person was not in the choir for you to say oh they come and rehearse on Saturday the person was not an usher. Nothing. The person used to arrive when the service is about halfway through on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an accusation. It's an accusation. And if you will not think and deliver yourself, you will find out that you will step out of the place that God has for you. And when you want to return, you find that it can be very difficult. Yeah. It can be very difficult there was a young woman 
who was in my church one time and her mother raised the same accusation meanwhile I don't know which church you can find that encourages people over school like this one this is a church where the bishop himself when his medical students are going for exams he sits down he they call it washing when they are checking what you know question answer but he does it himself so most of us are academically inclined and so we are watching what is going on so this mother said her daughter should not come to the church because of this and that and the other hey please it's her mother the mother is speaking you cannot say so i left the girl about half a year later i was walking through the town and i met the small girl with a big stomach and when she came she stood in front of me i just looked i said what she was pregnant I thank God that I, I, I didn't meet the mother that day because I may have forgotten that I was a Christian. As I walked away, I said, she, that is what she wanted. You have messed the little girl up over your accusations, unnecessary accusation. I want to speak to a parent who's listening to me this afternoon. There are young people out there messing up big time and your child is interested in God and the things of God and you say no and you are accusing the child that because of that the child is spending all the time and i remember the latest one is they are spending all the time on the phone all the data parents i just need to inform you that before the child began to listen to messages it was pornography that they were watching i need to inform you that they used to play fifa from morning to night i need to inform you that they didn't even used to go to lectures at all I need to let you know that when you paid the money and you sent your child to school, your child did not, the shadow of your child did not dog the doorway of a lecture theater. I need to inform you that your child was in one of the rooms where they were even growing the wheat. Until we went there by the grace of God and the light of Jesus Christ was what shone. And today, the Lord has removed your child from all of these things. I don't want you to persist in what you are doing because if you do, your child will just return to what they were before. Take your choice. It's either God or the devil. You can't have it your way. Stop the accusation. And rather just tell them when you are done, please make sure that you study. Yeah. The accusation is too much. The accusation is too much. And because of that, you are leading your child in the wrong way into the wrong place. Oh, pastor, you see, it's not that. It should be balanced. You call it balanced? What is the balance? When your child does not go to church at all and does not know God, what is the balance? What is the balance? When you gave your child money to pay for school and the child is now sharing the room with their boyfriend. Did you, did you know? Did you know? Uh -huh. I could say a whole lot more. But I just want to say to you that allow God to minister wisdom to you. Let your child be hot and hard after the things of God. It will, it will help them. It will balance them. If the balance has shifted too much this way, it will just come back that way. Yeah. And they will be as you want them to be. I pray that God will help us to minimize the accusation and let the power of God work. Stand to your feet this afternoon. 
you want to just pray for yourself for a moment pray that you will never be an accuser and pray that every platform the accuser has found to accuse you will be removed from under him right now so that you will have freedom to be strong salvation will come forth strength the kingdom of God the power of Christ father thank you thank you so much for sending Jesus to save us from the accuser of the brethren the accuser in the midst of the brethren I pray today Lord for that man who has been falsely accused at his workplace father I pray that you will intervene in the situation in the name of Jesus let those who have dug the pit from him, for him let them rather fall into it deliver him oh God and let him know that you have stretched your hand out and taken him up I pray that you help us not to be accusers forgive us for accusing one part of the body accusing the other forgive us for the weakness we have brought into the body because of that deliver us Lord we confess our sin to you oh God and ask you to have mercy upon us may the accuser be driven out and may there be love in the middle of all our diversity I thank you for your grace I thank you for your mercy towards each of us in Jesus name and this morning before I end my sermon maybe you are here you've not given your life to Jesus I want you to give your life to him when you give your life to Jesus when the accuser comes to stand to accuse you before God Jesus is the one who will answer for you you need to receive him as your Lord and Savior because the Bible says that except a man be born again he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven you need to enter heaven bow down your head this afternoon and pray this prayer after me you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of Jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today you are my master you are my savior thank you for saving me from the accuser in Jesus name amen now if you prayed that prayer I would really love to hear from you and I would love to send you a book I want you to send a whatsapp or even call 024-55-44532 is the number on the screen 024-55-44532 give us a call we'd love to hear from you God bless you so much we believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.